The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Good evening. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Matt and I are joined on the phone by James Vick, but first we are joined in studio. Very funny comic, my pal Ron Funches. This is a good one, we hope. Jaws are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down. Oh! On the button. Are you kidding me? Oh, he hurt him again. He's out. This is... UFC Unfiltered. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. Thank you for listening. Matt and I are joined. I like when we have an in-studio guest to start. Me too. I always enjoy that more, especially when it's a guy who I like. It's a friend of mine, a very funny comic, Ron Funches. Ron, thank you for What's coming. What's up, Ron? Thank you, guys. Thanks for nice having me. Nice to see me. you, man. We have James Vick calling in uh, yep. to promote his fight against... Uh, uh, oh my God! Who's he? Fight? Don't tell me who he's fighting. Oh, Edson Barboza. No, no, fuck! That's Justin Gaethje. Who's he fighting? <laughs> Wait, Paul Felder. Oh, Paul, was, Paul Felder. Okay, I was gonna tell. That's him. the co-main for uh, Kane and uh, Ngannou. Yeah, that's the first ESPN card, like sh- at, right on ESPN the whole card. Right, so that's right, the first right. One. Yeah. Um, Ron, I didn't even know you were a UFC fan. Uh, I'm not the biggest UFC fan. I'm a medium. I would say small to medium. Do you UFC watch it at fan. all? Yeah. Oh, you not do. Okay. coming here and just not watching. <laughs> it's it. a Some huge, do. <laughs> it's a huge difference. Some do. It's like, who's your favorite UFC fighter? Uh, Bernard Hopkins. Oh, okay. No, I mean, I prefer, uh, but I just, I mean, you get, as you know, I mean, I just love wrestling. I'm very kind of pro wrestling and fake stuff um, more than the real stuff. But I've come to get more of a um, knowledge and more of a respect for it. Um, mostly through a lady that I was dating in the past. She was a big fan of uh, jo- jo- Joanna. And oh. So, um, so I'm a big fan of her. Like I think she's got great punch speed, amazing. You know, I, I love her. And so I'm more, I'm more of the female fighters because of that. But, um, yeah, that's the truth. That's, that's unique, true. too, because you don't hear a lot of fight fans. It's like, how did you get into it? Well, my girlfriend was a Yanjaychik fan. Like, that's actually a great way to get into it. We got... The wrong memo though, because we got the memo that he was such a big fan, and he's like not even oh, a fan at all. That? I, I would have had Chris, right. this guy said it, Chris the yeah. Medusa. Oh, I, no, just I would never come in and lie. No, about we don't it. think yeah. you did. Why are you saying I he's such a I huge fan? I would have had Ron in anyway. Uh, is this what Chris wrote? Chris wrote, Ron is a big UFC fan and also oh, loves professional wrestling. Well, oh, okay, switch, switch it. <laughs> now, if they said Ron likes UFC a little, I would have been like, oh, great. I still in, have Ron. in my defense, uh, when I when we were pit, and I'm a big fan of Ron, so we're happy to have him anyway. Oh, but of course. When it was pitched, it was Ron is that. a huge UFC fan. So I said, I'm okay, going to put it on the publicist. I didn't pitch it. Uh, <laughs> she didn't pitch it. 
Sorry. Because I heads will I, roll. Actually, no, they won't. <laughs> what does that I mean? I was coming on this show. I was like, why am I going on this show? What? Other than I love Jim. I was like, yeah, I love Jim. And I thought maybe they, you guys would be like, teach me. I like, I, <laughs> I like, like I like when things are revealed like on air instead of like pretending and be like, oh, okay. I like that we point out that he's not a fan at all. No, he, he and that we it. could make him a fan before he leaves here. Have you ever watched any of the fights though? Yeah. I, mean, I know you said you watched some of the girls' fights, but yeah. you don't you find it ex- you don't find it as exciting as say like the professional wrestling or you like the whole like the um the drama of it. The I soap opera of it. The, I love the, the drama and the fakeness of professional wrestling. No, I love yeah. a good fight. I watch a good yeah. fight. I don't judge anybody. I like when they're passionate about anything. Like people love that. Your buddy, Sam Roberts, loves yes. the, the fake stuff. Yes, he does. Mm-hmm. You know? And I love, I mean, can we talk, because one of the things, here's the things I'd love to talk about is how some of the fake stuff is is coming into the UFC or into, like, Bellator. And particularly, you guys had a fight uh, with a former wrestler, Jack Swagger, who is now Jake, Jake Hager, yeah. was his real name. And he came out with... He, with a full wrestler's entrance, he had his wrestler friend come out with him. He came out with his wrestler catchphrase, "We the people." Yeah, well, I just got. Can I, can I cut you off right there? This is all going to be cut out because it's Bellator. I'm only. Kidding. Oh, you're not allowed to talk <laughs> about. No, you can't. I'm fucking around. I'm fucking around, Rock. You can only. Oh, is this a corporate? Hey, Rock. No, no. This is, listen. This is perfect because it, it kicks off when we find out that you're not a fan at all, and then you're like, "Well, I love fucking Bellator." <laughs> 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 But What's next? Oscar dude, De La Hoya's promotion is your second favorite. Look, <laughs> the crossover is it? You know, the UFC, there was no crossover, and then Brock comes in and does very well as a wrestler. He, if I was, ah, he's a wrestler. What's no. he going to do? He beats Frank Mir. Uh, he beats Shane. I mean, he did. He did do yeah, really but well. Jimmy, he's not. Uh, it's not like he's uh, CM Punk. No offense, I like CM. He's a nice guy. A Punk coming over. It, he's a. He was a legit amateur wrestler. Who? A fucking Brock Lesnar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was legit. But like he comes he, his from credentials WWE. on his wrestling alone. His real WWE. wrestling. Yeah, it was you great. Know? Yeah, he was great wrestler. I want to know. I mean, we don't have to run right, jump right into it. But I want to know about Giggle Fit. Okay. Don't okay. you, you want to know about that? Well, a comic will never ask that. another comic about a stand-up special. Yeah. No, you don't want to know about that? Special. I do. But I before we do that, go ahead. Sure, all your listeners are UFC fans and like, yes. what the fuck are we even t- listening? Oh, to they hate you now, Rob. Probably. No, they they probably I, I think I gotta at least talk something. <laughs> I've been talking to you guys because I, I mean, we can I can bring it back to the UFC. Then yeah. is that then? Let's talk about the fight between Khabib and, and McGregor. Oh, okay, where that was ninety percent professional wrestling, and and then they didn't tell one guy. They didn't tell Khabib that this is pro wrestling. Oh, that's and then funny. he jumped out of that a cage. Oh, the promotion and kicked in the people. Yeah. The promotional angle of wrestling is, is oh. definitely bled into it. And again, Brock did that when he was in the cage. He was, he, he was uh, a great pro. He was like saying, fuck the uh, sponsors, which he had to say he was sorry for. But it was like, and then, but then Ronda winds up losing and going over to WWE and being the biggest star over there. So yeah, there's definitely a, a crossover. Uh, when Brock came out of the cage one time, The Undertaker uh, was there and they had a weird moment with each other. You know, I mean, I think both organizations realize the other one is massive and has a tremendous fan base, and they're going to be some bleed over fans, so they might as well try to grab a few more. So it's it's smart business. I think it's smart business, but I think, but my point is that I wish that they would at least let some of the people, more people in on it, because when Connor's throwing dollies or doing things, I think yeah. like that's part of promoting the fight. He's doing because yeah. when Khabib is like, "Why did you jump out?" He's like, "He talked about my dad. He talked about my religion. He talked about yeah. my country." He's like, "That's his job. Yeah, no, that's well, what he's supposed to do if he want to sell fights." Yeah, but there, sh- there should be 
a line in the sand because how far do you go? Because then you're taking it something you're making it something other than sport when you yeah, cross the line. It's sports. It, I mean, you when know? you put when you're trying to sell pay per view buys, no, of course. It thinks it's it's entertainment at that. Of point. Of course, but it's why not, not burn the guy's house down? Why not just uh. You know, like uh, shit on the guy's porch. I don't know. I mean, you got, how far do you take it? No, I actually where it's like, oh, ideas. Yeah, those are both great dope. ideas. Hey, but then you're going to be like, That's yo. Dope. I'm watching that fight. The, more, the thing is this. Because it's combat sports, the more you wrong somebody and do that, you want to see them fight. Oh, man, he did that to him. Oh, mm-hmm. he said that. So I understand that that part of it. But when you talk about like somebody's family and religion, like you just like talked about what Connor said. Mm-hmm. You're making it something else. You I, really are. So then I, you got to take whatever consequences come to you. So it's oh like, yeah. you know, so when, when Connor's in the cage saying, hey, it's all business. Really? You're talking about my father? It's all business? Really? I, I don't know. My religion? I Really? Now you're gonna now you're the guy who's not being a hard ass. Now you say, hey, it's all business. It's all business. Yeah. I, all right. Well, now you're getting your ass kicked. Well, I, I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with what you're saying. But then it has to be known on both sides. And then Connor, if, if he does it, then Connor needs yeah. to be punished. If he's not yeah. punished. Well, he punished him, all right. <laughs> but but him. my whole point is yeah. that at the end of the day, what Connor does is is bringing in money. He's bringing in oh, eyes. Yeah. He's bringing in views. And then when Khabib does that, it's bringing in eyes. It's bringing in views. But because he jumped over the thing and nobody let him in on the fact that it is business, the only people that lost money was Connor and Khabib. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, think, I think Khabib knew what it was. Sorry, man. Yeah. I think he but knew Khabib what it was, but he didn't so like it. so much money of his own pocket because he's not in on the work. And that, to me, is the most unfair thing. Why is the guy in the fight losing money? When everything else is blowing up because of it. Well, it's like it's a weird thing. I don't even know if the, I can give it to wrestling on that because boxing did it too. I mean, Ali was better at that than anybody. Was taught. He used to go to uh, Frazier's or, or uh, Sonny Liston's training camp. Yeah. You know what I mean? He would go outside of his house with a butt. Like there was a whole lot of. I think was it when Liston pulled a fake gun on him in a casino and he yeah. ran like th- you know yeah. those guys did it long before UFC and WWE. So combat sports have always had a certain amount of. Uh, aggression to each other, yeah. and I don't mind Connor doing it. To be honest, if you're fighting Connor, the people everyone wants to fight Connor because he brings in the most money. So you know that's what he does when you fight yeah, him. You saw how he was with Mayweather. Yeah, exactly. With Mayweather, yeah, that's one hundred percent. I was like, oh, this guy. That is when you're really good because you're a great fighter and then you have a mind for the business of it and you have a mind for the entertainment aspect of it. And that's the one thing where I like wrestling, where I'm like, when what over UFC is that like everybody's in on it except for the fans you know except for we all know that too I just don't like it when when again when people are losing money when when everybody else is gaining money the the company is gaining money and at the end of the day the fighter has to go fight some more because they lost money because they got fined he shouldn't have jumped the cage though you know again I like Khabib a lot and I, I just think it was wrong to do that no matter how angry you are and the difference between like is like when two guys are really gonna fight is different than when even though wrestlers get fucked up and they get injuries and they get you know hurt uh, they they are not really fighting there's a difference right. between two guys who are really mm-hmm. gonna fight uh, i guess the the consequences of the words are a little more he, he, i don't want to keep rehashing this but i'm just saying i mean he broke the guy i mean I, and then when it's time for him to get some revenge the guy just taps out real quick it's like hey man what the fuck but he handled his loss well <laughs> you know what i mean does, it's like really after all that, you're just saying uncle and choking it up for next time, really? Uh, and in fairness, by anyway, the way, when, when this episode is out, the hearings for John Jones, 
Connor and Khabib are tomorrow, actually. So oh. when you're listening to this, the hearings are, are happening. So we'll find out what the, the final fine is for, for those guys, oh, their suspensions. Well, if there's going to be anything. Yeah, and if John gets licensed, which he will. For like, Vegas? We'll be talking yeah. about that okay. next show. Well, okay. Jones also uh, ha- had this. There was a December 28th, he had the voluntary anti-doping uh, agency test results. They got released 33 uh, picograms of the M3 metabolite uh, oral turinable. His December 29th test came back negative. So it's one of those things that it's just, like, what do they say? It's, it's a pulse. It yeah, just it's kind a of, pulsing effect. This is, this is, if anything, this validates what they've been saying all along, where you're going to get, you're gonna get a, a tiny amount of it sometimes, and sometimes you're going to get nothing. Because it's in your fat or whatever? Yeah, they, they're not even really sure where it comes from. It just kind of pulses in your and out liver of your or whatever. Yeah, well, whatever it is. So. Well, listen. We could talk all those Nino, Nico grams all day long, but we got Ron in here, and yeah, I yeah. heard he's into video games. Are you into video games? I like that you try and pivot. <laughs> I want to. I do, yeah, you don't want to talk about that shit. I do want to talk about I that. I want to talk about you. You're here. Listen to me. Talk, Are you into video games? I want to talk picograms. Did he get that wrong too? I don't. Know I just got no. I love video. I love what I really love about this podcast. Is so excited you were to have me here, and now it's really fading out. No, I'm happy you're here. <laughs> he's, you he's saving what he. Really Really wants to talk to you about it in a minute. I, I, no, because I heard you're into. Is are you into video games or did he fuck? No, that I up? love video games. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. now now, why did you write about video games? Oh, you're an avid video game player. What do you play? Xbox, PlayStation. Yeah, I play everything. Have play you, a little bit. Well, of everything. Have you ever fucked around with the virtual reality? Yeah. The vibe. Yeah. Really? Got vibe at the house. Yeah. Oh, All right. <laughs> I just washed my hands too. Don't worry about it. Um, I, there's a game I play. I'm addicted to this thing. I, we might lose a lot of viewers right now, but listen. No, no, no. After this, Jimmy. we're going to go my sinus chat. No, don't talk about your sinuses. <laughs> yeah, I have bad sinuses. Oh, I, what do you what do you play in the vibe? I play. I play. My game is uh, uh, battles. Uh, last. The uh, um, wait. What, what is it? Uh, stand no, out. The man who stand fights. out. Battle Royale. <laughs> the man. Who it's fights. like PUBG, but mm-hmm. it's it's so fucking money. I love it. Excuse me. <laughs> what do you play? Uh, this game I really like is uh, Super Hot VR. Have you played that one? What is that? Is that, is that uh, what is that? It's a shooter, but like things only move when you move. So like if you're standing still, everything's kind of in slow motion, and you as you move, these people coming at you, trying to shoot you, you have to dodge them. Ah, knock the gun out of their hand. So much fun. Yeah. So much fun. You don't get dizzy. I get dizzy. I tried VR one time and I got dizzy. I get a little dizzy, but you're old, you know. I am an older man. How old old are you, Ron? (laughs) Thirty-five. Oh, you're a young man. I was knocking out Trigger at 35. Like yes, you keep you bring, every time you say 35, you always bring that up. I know I do. About me knocking out Frank Trigg. Very happy. Unconscious. I know. He deserved okay. it. Man, yes. you're fun. I don't have any I don't have any memories like that. <laughs> oh, I, I do. Go, oh, at 35, I knocked out this Oh, guy. it's so much fun. <laughs> I have no, Jimmy I have always no, embarrasses me by bringing it up. I have no physical man memories. Yeah. yeah. None. Like 37. I oh, do. yeah, I was in Phoenix. I lost an erection. That's yeah. my memories. Yeah, yeah, they're all negative. <laughs> Well, I'm what you call a bully buster. I heard you lost a lot of weight. You were, I did, yeah. How'd you do it? I did uh, just change my diet, exercise in a bunch. I got a trainer. I um, lost 140 pounds and just been real active. 140. You, lost, you, you basically lost the weight of Jimmy. You lost me. I lost the Jimmy. You start, you start to get addicted to the compliments. Like yeah. It's like people, the first couple of times people are like, hey, you look good, you lost weight. You're like, oh, fuck. And that motivates you to keep going for six more months. Yeah, it definitely does. And then it kind of sucks because then those fade away because people get used to you how you look and I'm like come on guys yeah still a big deal yeah I, I let me tell you something I used to be such a fat guy I had you know what I had I love pizza and pasta I had over the weekend I had it again I told you about it already the cauliflower pizza we get from Stu Leonard's <laughs> that's where we get it from it's so fucking good 
cauliflower pizza. It doesn't Ron. sound good. It doesn't sound good. No. I've had it. It sounds before. disgusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it good? I don't like cauliflower. No, me neither. I don't like They're doing green. a lot of things that they're doing with it. They're mashing it up. They're, they're frying it. It's, it's a lot of things. It's the crust mm-hmm. is the cauliflower. Yeah. So it's and already it's, dough and crust? No, it's not dough. The dough is cauliflower. Oh. So it's- There's no carbs? I don't, I don't know what the fuck, man. I'm picking out on that thing, and it's delicious. I just dropped, just dropped the gluten, man. Yeah. Let go of the gluten. No. <laughs> Jimmy just stares at me. That's <laughs> no, all I, I do you. different, You're Ron. You're so passionate. Ron, I mean, Ron get along right away. Video, oh, wait, tell me. I know I go. I, I know what I wanted to ask you. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Because I'm a you big are, comic book uh, fan. That's right. He knows I wanted to ask that. Jimmy yeah. loves to take my thunder. No, go ahead. He likes to take all the smoke. Go ahead, you ask him. You already asked Har- him no, about the DC Universe Harley, Harley Quinn. Quinn show. He's doing a voice for it. Are you really? Yeah. Who? On that show, are you doing the... Oh, you... <laughs> oh, you You're so the... complex. I love... <laughs> Ron likes me. Ron. <laughs> the... I love... I know, listen, I know you don't look at me and just say comic books when you look at me. No. I love comic books. <laughs> he does. <laughs> That's going to be a soundbite. Fucking nerd. Anyway. Video games, comic books... I love it. I'm also a Hall of Famer, Ron, but that's that's nothing to do with anything in this story. <laughs> so you're, a, you, what are you doing in this? What are you doing with this? Uh, These, those, why do you got to steal my questions always? Why well, didn't I? Did oh, you got me back on track? Yeah, I wanted you to get back okay, on because you were going to talk about something else. I know. <laughs> I love your relationship. <laughs> we get along yeah. great. Yeah. yeah, it really is like two bottoms. <laughs> 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 oh shit! What are you doing with the DC Universe on the Harley Quinn show here? What is uh, this? I'm in. I'm in Harley Quinn's gang. I play King Shark. If you're familiar with that character, I'm a half man, half shark. I'm very violent, very deadly, but also very sweet and intelligent. Now, did you? I don't know anything about it. Did you? Did they say this is the type of an attitude we wanted, or did you just interpret it and do it how you wanted? They just said be me, really, oh. you know. And so I just kind of. You don't sound like a me. King Shark, though. You yeah. don't sound too violent, though. Oh, you'd be surprised. I'm very. I'm actually. Could you put on the King Shark voice, or is that it right now? No, this is it, really. And then sometimes I have to yell and get very loud. Well, don't and, do that you know, now. Yeah, that's Word. what. They, and that's what I learned. They said that I'm the, the loudest person in the sound booth. I'm, I'm very. You wouldn't think that. But I wouldn't I, think it, Jimmy. Yeah, but I'm not sorry. trying to poke the lion. <laughs> so this, was there another King Shark that you could model it after, or no? Um, not voice wise no. that I've seen. Is he part of the Suicide Squad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in the squad. I'm in. The, I'm in it hanging. See, out. I know. I know useless shit. Yeah. I'm the king of useless but shit. But that's very useful stuff in, in an interview because now he understands what you're saying. I, I read up on that. that. That's how I knew. Nah, I'm just a nerd. Yeah, a, I'm just I'm a excited effing for nerd. Show. It's dope. Jason Alexander is playing a character in oh, it. Oh shit! Yeah. Who's yeah. he playing? I don't even know. I it's just saw guy his name the, on there. Has he, he hasn't done a lot. I mean, I'm sure it's just by choice. He's with a lot of money, he's probably not just, just he's relaxing after Seinfeld. Yeah. Is this a show for kids or is it? No. Or, it's violent, isn't it? It is very violent. Oh, I'm such a nerd. I'm going to watch it. You like, well, you like that DC. I love it. What is it called? I, I love Titans. There's a no. show called Titans. Uh, the, What's it DC. on? The DC It's universe. on the DC app. Is this yeah. going to be on the DC app also? Yeah. The yeah. streaming streaming service, which I belong to. Yeah. Everybody. The DC Universe app. It? Yes, I do. It's like 75 bucks for the year. That's a steal, Jimmy. Steel. How many things are on it? Oh man, I you you, you can watch any kind of comics on your mm-hmm. iPad. You could. Uh, I love it just for that Titan series alone. That Titan series is as good as any Marvel, and I'm a Marvel guy. Is it better than as good as or better than any Marvel Netflix series uh, of the um, 
of the comic book series, okay. like Punisher and Daredevil and stuff. I wouldn't see, geeks, I seen either one. Well, listen, hey man, maybe you're just a grown up. I don't know. According this to is Bill Maher, I am. <laughs> Who? Bill Maher. Bill Maher says you're a grown up. No, he came out again. You know, he told me he, when Stan Lee died, Bill Maher was oh, making yeah, fun yeah. of people who like comic books. Oh Did yeah, he? yeah. But he, he so I love Bill Maher. He's a very funny dude. And then he came out again. He doubled down on it. Yeah. And he was really funny. Fuck Bill Maher. <laughs> How about that? Hey, I said it. I'm sorry. Hey, I said it. You're really standing out Thanks. on a limb. Man. I know, man. I know. You know, Giggle Fit. He still made me laugh. Um, now, Giggle Fit, you did it for Comedy Central, too. Everyone yeah. is doing like Netflix thing. Did you, yeah. did you want to do it for Comedy Central? Oh, no, of course I wanted to do a Netflix hour, but they they wanted me to do a half hour, and they said they didn't think view me as an hour comedian at that time. Oh, wow. And I disagreed, and I had already done a half hour for Comedy Central sure. before, and, and I'm more than... I mean, more than exposure and like, it would be dope because it's like worldwide, worldwide distribution, all that. I would have loved it. Perfect, you know, perfect world. But I'm all about getting better, getting experiences, learning things. And I wanted to learn how to do an hour. I mean, you can call me old fashioned. You can call me romantic. But to me, an hour is a special. And you all, of course. And you also want to dump the material. Like after you do the hour, you're like, you want to, you're doing it for a couple of years. You're like, exactly. fuck this stuff. I'm done with it. Exactly. And that's what they put it. They're like, hey, maybe you can do a half hour and do another half hour later. And I'm like, I don't try to jerry rig sets like that. Yeah. You know, this is done. This is ready. And I wanted to put it together. And Comedy Central came through and was like, we'd, we'd love to have you. And I'm the highest rated special they've had in the last oh, two good. years by like 45%. That's great. I'm really big in the numbers. Yeah, good. <laughs> you know what? Because Netflix doesn't give you numbers. So it's good if you, if you know that you're doing really well. Yeah. Do um, you have to, when you edit this, are they showing this with commercials or are they showing it unedited? Um, you can get it on the Comedy Central app and the website right now free. Just click in. No, normally they have that little login. You don't even need that. Uh, but that's got commercials. You can get it on iTunes, Google Play, Voodoo, Amazon, really anywhere you can get videos. Sorry about that. Uh, you get videos anywhere for like five bucks or less. Where'd you tape it? I taped it in Seattle at the Neptune Theater. Isn't it nice? Like when you do it now, are you, when you were you happy with it the first time you did it? Because there's always one show you're happier with than the other. Like I'll tape, if I do a special, I'll tape two. Yeah. One set, usually the big deal is that I don't hang myself in between the first and second show. <laughs> I'm like, all right, you got one more shot at this. The first one was shit. But then it's always a little better than you thought it was. Uh, the first show actually went really well. I mean, mostly because I think I, I did in Seattle. I'm from the Northwest, and so I got a good audience there. And um, we we charged for tickets instead of doing the free, you know, just just a little bit, just 10, 15 bucks. But, you know, that's Better. a big difference than having people just coming off the street for free. Yeah. And so we had a great first audience, but I think I was a little more nervous for sure and, and a little sweatier for sure. And then the second show, I think I think the show, the special is 90 percent the second show. You know, it's funny. They, they a lot of times they would do that. in The networks, they would bring they have audience coordinators. They'll come out and they'll seat people. And a lot of times they're like really attractive. They want to have it like a you know a, a beautiful people, like a you know really good looking. I'm like, no, that's not my audience. I want mutants. I want fucking mutants in the front row. Yeah, I'm like the second time, do not do that again. Is that what it was? They they put like the good looking people up there. And my show is typically no more. I mean, this is going back many years. I kind of I, I made that known that I didn't want that. Uh, because it's not a fucking a beauty con. I don't want that's not that representative of my crowd anyway. You know, just yeah. whoever comes in, whatever fucking animals come in, put yeah, them up front. Yeah, it'd be so crazy if, if watching your set and then you cut to and it's just some twenty year old beautiful girl. Yeah, exactly. Two woke girls just staring at me. <laughs> <laughs> 
There's fucking, there's two 45-year-old guys loving it and two woke girls who hate my guts. That's probably it. That's not my audience. That's not my audience. So you're going to start touring on this now, and you, then you start hoping, like, All right, I hope the numbers are more when I'm out on the road. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just started touring. Was out in uh, Maryland last week. I'll be in Salt Lake City and next week at Wise Guys. And um, at least from this first week, it definitely showed that there were some more people showing up. And uh, we sold out a few more shows than I normally do. And um, yeah, so far it seems like it's getting good feedback. What's what's better or what's worse than when you're on the road, you're doing a gig, and it's like ah, there's not many tickets sold. And then you are on stage and it's like almost 80% full and you're like, fuck. But then you see the numbers and like they papered it. You're like, oh. Yeah, no, I'd rather, I'd rather deal with a half-empty room of people that want to be there than a papered room. Yeah, the club wouldn't because they yeah. want to sell the drinks. They want to yeah. get the food and stuff. Yeah, no, I get their perspective. But it's just a horrible time because, I mean, for both of us, I mean, maybe different sides of a coin, but we're both unique products. If you don't know what you're getting, yeah. you, pro you might hate it. And so that's what I always always say if you come and see me you're just coming off of a free show you need to give it a google you know yeah i might not be what you want is it weird if you guys ever do gigs when there's like six people in the audience or some shop sure that must have happened oh sure is, yeah. it, is it weird is it like awkward or are you just like y'all get me to this is hell uh, I mean, I never really done one for like six people where I'm doing like an hour or yeah. anything like that. But like, you know, definitely like 15, 20 minutes. But you really, I think that's when you, it really, is, I don't want to speak for you, Jim, but um, it still is in you where you're like, ah, I just got to, it's about me and getting my rhythm down and, and what I, I'll know what's funny. I'll know if it worked or not. And, and if these six people laugh, then it definitely works, you know, and you just learn to deal, deal with it that way. I, I find if you walk out, it depends on where you are. If it's like a market you've never been to, you know, hey, it's an improv in Utah or like someplace you've never been and you walk out and there's, you know, 120 people in a 500 seat room. And like the worst is when you see those waiters and waitresses sitting in the back because you're like, oh, it's my fault. They're not working. It's my fault. They're just watching the show and they hate my guts. Yeah. So I'll always acknowledge it right up front. The fact that I'm in a three-quarters empty room. I have to. Mm -hmm. And it just kind of, you get the first laugh on the fact that, like, look, there's nobody here. And then I just kind of move forward. The elephant in the room. You have yeah. to. Yeah. That's have the to. job in general is just talking about what's going on. I mean, that's what we did when we got here. I would have been, you know, it could have been a phony and been like, yeah, I love UFC. I'm the biggest yeah. fan. I order no. every event. But I'm just like, why am I here? I like <laughs> it better when you point out. Like it's it shows how you know our producer just really somebody fucked it up. I'm not saying our producer, <laughs> yeah. 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 but well, I'm saying somebody, somebody way. on that side of the room. I don't think it was her either. <laughs> I am still a very valuable guest. A hundred percent. Yeah, I would have somebody who doesn't watch UFC. We just didn't. It was just the prep sheet was wrong. Yeah, yeah, it happens. I was misled. It's okay. But he does like Yohanna and Jason. Yeah. Were you bummed out when she lost to Rose? Oh, I was very bummed out. Although Rose is like my second favorite. She's great. And because she's great in the game. She's my, my go-to player in, in, in when I was playing UFC 2, I guess. Not the new one. But... um Yes, and but Rose is also like, she's she's just all. I don't know about her trainer boyfriend. I don't know about Pat that. Barry, oh, the best, yeah. Is he cool? Oh, Why awesome. don't you like him? He's I a just maniac. from afar, I was just like, I don't know about them together. She seems so demure. I want, and I'm like, I'm wondering. I just, and then she's always, she, but I do like that. She's always like, it's just God. <laughs> yeah, she's sweet, they work she's together, like they work. Like for some reason, you know, because Pat's such a maniac. But mm -hmm. uh, they train together, and he's he's very. I think he's pretty good for her. Uh, they just seem to click. Yeah, they seem to have a, they, a really it good works. relationship. Yeah, you know. But Pat's a fucking. He's a kook. Pat's a frightening guy. <laughs> That's what. See, yeah. don't go. No, didn't go. Why? But no, no, I don't mind that. Like, <laughs> but he's a, but he's a good guy. 
But he's crazy. You can look in his eyes and you're like, this guy's a fucking major problem. Like if there's, you know, if you get out of line, he'll hit you with a table. Like, you know, Pat's a fucking problem. Yeah, but no, I love Rose, but I, uh, yeah, I just like Joanna more. I think she's like, because she'll always jump in anytime. She'll take a fight on like a two weeks, one week notice. She just, she's just a real fighter. And so I, I'm a big fan of her. Who did she offer to fight with a, uh, she went to, was she going to go up to like 135? Valentina. She was going to fight Valentina. At 135. Yeah. I forget what happened going into that. F- oh, Amanda fell out of the fight the first time they were supposed to fight her. Was that Amanda's sinus issue in Vegas? Yeah. And then Joanna was like, I'll fight her, but it was just a couple of days before and they couldn't get her sanctioned and the weight cut was going to be a problem and all that stuff. So she but, didn't fight at all that week. Right. Hey, is that the, that's you in the background? You look way heavier there. Yeah. Is that way you? Way heavier. That's me, Buck. Can we see you walking out? When did you tape this? Taped this in uh, June, wow. June of 2018. Now, do you fluctuate, or is this the first time that you really lost this weight? Uh, it's the first time that I really lost this weight. I, I <clears throat> oh, I see you. Oh, are. look at you! You're silly. Now you are. No wonder why you're a comedian. You're silly. You were, <laughs> you, were, you were coming out, and I thought you were going to come out really heavy. So I don't know when this is filmed, and you, you come out a robe. as like half <laughs> of what you just were. Yeah, that's, my Ric Flair robe. Oh, yeah, good see, for you. Good for you, buddy. Thank you. And then you see when the rope comes off, then you really see. Oh, look at this. Funches 316. They're all holding up signs. It's very funny. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Good oh, for you. Here good. comes the robe. The yeah. robe's coming off. Look at you. Look at you. Don't you feel good? And I look suit. at you with that suit. That's a nice intro. That's that a good walkout. Nice. You feel more confident? Oh, definitely. You? Absolutely. It's amazing. You know? I mean, now... How were you always heavy? Yeah, definitely. What made you finally boy. say, "I had enough and I want to drop a hundred something pounds"? Um, a few few things, uh, like a combination of events. I took on a flight, and some lady woke me up in the middle of the flight and was like, "I think you might have sleep apnea." She's oh, like, "I'm a, I'm a, a work in the medical field." I've been there with that. I snore too. And uh, then my mom came to visit on a Thanksgiving, and she was. She went to go buy me some clothes, and I think at that point I was like a 5X or something like that. And she was just like, I don't, A, it's hard for me to go find this, and B, I don't feel nice buying these things for you. And so that really kind of stuck in me for a while. And then I I got the first television show I worked on. and the, the creator that um, he saw was like, hey, I saw you the first season. seemed like you were in the gym a lot, trying to lose weight. And in between, it seemed like you put on a bunch of weight. Um, and if, you, if you're just looking for the tools to, to do this, I, I have a trainer. I'm willing to um, I'll introduce you guys. I'm willing to pay for him for you. Oh, for, that's nice. Yeah, for a few months. And, um, and, and I was like, yeah, I, I, I want to do that. And I've been with that trainer ever since. Yeah, it's really... Uh you just get to a point where you're like, oh, enough. I, I didn't have to live 140, but I, I probably lost a total of 40 over over uh, oh, yeah. 35 to 40 in, in, over the last few years. I've bounced back and forth five or six. But after a while, you're like, I just hate being naked with a woman. Like, I would just look mm. at myself nude and like, how do I do this? I just hate it. I like clothes. I like fashion and stuff. You know, I'm just in a little hoodie now. But like, <laughs> I do in general. I mean, like the suit, you know, yeah, those suit. are always things. How nice I, is it to be able to wear that? Exactly, exactly, and not have to go to like a specialty store or not um, used to like when you get to a certain size, all your clothes are either like floral patterns or they have big dogs on them. I, don't, <laughs> I was sick of that. It's like Kevin Smith. He used to have to. He came out with his own like jerseys, yeah. but now he lost a ton of weight too. All he does is wear hockey jerseys, and but he, all Kevin Smith he lost does, the weight though. Uh, he lost a lot oh, of weight, yeah, but all he does is smoke pot. And he's fighting with Bill Maher now. So. 
It's so funny. Well, you know, everybody fighting back? with Bill Maher. That, that was where I, apparently that's how it started the whole thing. Like Bill Maher, uh, Kevin, Kevin Smith got sweet. annoyed that Bill Maher wrote a blog post about yeah. adults well, liking well, Marvel comics just, and all this stuff, and then Bill. Well, Maher's, Kevin Smith is awesome. Let's oh, Kevin, put that yeah, I love yeah, Kevin. I'm on, I'm on his side. No he's matter what. I, Bill was very funny though. I, I I don't care if Bill's being a dick. He still makes me laugh. He's a funny stuff. No, yeah. yeah, but Kevin a, put me in a movie or two movies, so I love Kevin. I like Bill. I love <laughs> Kevin. Anyone that puts me in a movie is automatically where I, my allegiance goes. But Jim, that's one thing I always want to talk about. I like your view on that because I feel like everybody's like, oh, I didn't like what he said, so I hate this person. And it's just like I can just I dislike most people. Sure. You know, like I, I've never met a person I, I like 100% of what they agree with. You yeah. know, I can like you because you make me funny, but I can also be like oh you're oh i when i hear stuff like that with the bill mars stuff like that i just go oh you're getting old you're becoming real old and that's okay and that's kind of cute he was but it, to me it was just funny like i never have to agree to enjoy it like well, what did he say he, i want to say something about, he goes i want to correct everything he said uh he was talking about comic book fans he goes i'm not glad stanley is dead. i'm not uh, he said i'm not glad that stanley yeah. is dead i'm sad that you're alive <laughs> See, that's funny oh, no, but listen he really but makes no, me but laugh stuff like man. that is funny though but yeah. but i could listen to paul mooney and not agree with him and he still makes me laugh yeah. nick DiPaolo makes me laugh too like it, it doesn't yeah, i don't give well, a fuck where they come from they're patrice, all free you know yeah patrice i mean patrice uh i guess i was i was a lot closer you, to yeah i mean you always agreed with that <laughs> i agree with a lot of it yeah I agree with a lot of it, yeah. <laughs> Not all of it, but uh, no, we had a lot of fights, actually. Uh, but most of them were on Tough Crowd or in the car. You just sit there, and before you get out of the car, you'd fucking you'd go off on something, spend 40 minutes arguing, and then you'd get do out. You, do you think it's weird how people treat you differently when you're a fatty? And uh, I can say it as a guy that could be a fatty. You know, you've seen me very fat. I have. Um, don't, you think it's di- don't you think people treat you differently it, when you lost the weight? Do you feel that? Yeah, oh, No, I definitely feel that. Jimmy, do you feel it also? It's um, weird, no? Again, people always, a lot of people say they like me better fat. Like, I've gotten that a lot. Too. I miss fat Jimmy because I was meaner then. But I was also <laughs> a few years younger, and I'm, I'm just, the older you get, the better life gets, and you're happy. You just feel better. Yeah, you know? that's what people probably don't. I, there's probably a, a bunch of your fans that don't even know that, like, this is what you look like to them. You know what no, I mean? They, yeah. They have no idea. I, I, but I don't, I, a lot of, it's always good when a girl will look at an old picture and go, oh my God, like, I'm so happy that I did it. Yeah, no. People, I just like you learn how people can just get caught up in what you look like, and then it's just fun to look better and have get more um, eyes on you and yeah. women liking you, and it's fun. It's, there's nothing negative to it, other than people going like, "Oh yeah, you, I thought you'd be funnier because you were fat, you know, when you were fat." But it's like I'm way funnier now. I got more energy. I can do like two shows without dying. Do you? Uh, what, is, what about the apnea? Because I still have it. For me, it was never a weight issue. I just can't sleep. What did you do about it? Um, it was the weight. It was once I lost the weight. It, like yeah, I, I stopped snoring and stuff. Once nice. I once I got under like two fifty, it, it, my breathing changed. How much better is a plane now? Being on a plane <clears throat> and just sitting there crunched into a seat yeah. isn't it nice just to sit it's there and not be uncomfortable? So much nicer. I mean, I still have broad ass shoulders, so I hate it when people are next to me. Yeah. Either way, but um, it's just so nice. Not knowing that I don't need a seatbelt extender. You, oh, you had. To, now, when you would ask for that, would you ever 
Would it ever be embarrassing to ask for? Yeah, definitely embarrassing sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I Sorry, just try to go funny. without it and just be like, well, let's not do it. The cool only time it was okay <laughs> is when like you get cool fight attendants and they just hand it to you on the slide. Yeah. They don't even bring it up. It's just a real jerk-ass flight attendants that go, are you going to need a seat extender? You know, it's like, oh, you know what you're so doing. so embarrassing. You know what you're doing. Exactly. nice. No, it's like they look at your bag and go, is this your Valtrex and Cialis? You're like, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> you don't point it out. They're just being dicks. Yeah, they're just being dicks. So that was cool. But now, yeah, when I'm on like, ooh, on the little regional tiny planes and I'm like, click, click. I'm very happy. Those are the worst. You just, I've had a couple of bad flights in a row, just turbulent, turbulent, turbulent. And I'm like getting freaked out about flying again. Like I've been a good flyer for the last 20 years. And now I'm like, fuck, I'm starting to dread it again. It's, I don't know how to get over that. You better man up and handle that shit. I know. <laughs> Ron knows. Fucking giggle fit. Do you mind? Do you mind shitty flights, or you don't care? I don't really care. Usually, I'm asleep. You know, I've trained myself to sleep through most flights. And, uh, most you sleep times. through turbulence? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm usually sleeping. I'm usually got an edible or two in me. Oh. oh we could have been hanging out ages ago. Oh yeah, before the show, Matt was asking. Are you sick for of high five? I'll stop. No, I I'll stop high fiving. Matt was You're asking full for. Of energy. Matt was asking for drugs before. No, no, I got a, I got a vape pen on me. I mean, me uh, too. allegedly. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Gotta break that out before you go. Is it full? We'll cut this out. This will be filtered out. No, that's okay. You smoke, you do drugs. Please. Thank you. What a good. Wait, so you guys. First of all, the audience doesn't hear. This is the CBD oil. You guys will do that. You could smoke off someone else's. Why can't you? He seems like a nice enough guy. Someone's lips. Any herpes in the mouth? Any herpes in the mouth? No. Well, you will shortly. Oh, yeah. That's Jimmy makes me laugh. <laughs> this is a nice one. Look at this. Yeah, I like it. Jeez, go ahead. Jimmy. No, I can't. I'm gonna, is it bad for you because you're on the way? I don't care. No, no. Go ahead. In that case. All right, cool. I'm going to relapse and hang myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, What's cool. I, I wonder why I did it. Well, it was 100% bad. Exactly. Fault, he was stoned. Yeah. <laughs> Matt was giggling. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So you know it's with the little blue light lights. That's how you know you're getting high? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Well, you can also taste it. You know. Oh, there it goes. How come you can't do it on a plane, though? It's not an offensive smell. I do. This I don't know, man. The, oh, uh, is the smoke the same as smoke smoke, or is it a different... What is it? Because there's no it's flame. Va- it's vapor. Vapor. It's not, so yeah. will it set off a smoke alarm? No, I mean... It, 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 ah! Oh, yours broke. Oh! See, that's why I go oh, with no! this. Oh, What happened, Matt? I don't know. Do you have liquid drugs in your pocket? No. Oh, no. Matt, but, Matt no, broke his drug uh, Hello, I'm a husband and a father. Yes, you are. Okay. Uh, no, it's not the same as smoke. I mean, smoke kind of like billows out with this. So you can just kind of like blow into your sleeve and it would just... Yeah. Oh, away, okay. What are we doing on the plane? Do guys do them on the plane in the bathroom? Uh, people do, but you can you can still set off the smoke alarm. Oh, you can. I That's... Yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't... I get too nice. Yeah, embarrassing. I, I just do it in my, my seat. Rich Voss, Ooh, by the way. Uh-huh. Oh, I, I had that battery. I used to have that This battery. is better. Yeah, I don't know if it's battery. better. Oh. Uh-huh. It was a good strong battery. Yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ. Did you, you... You know Rich Voss, right? Yeah. Rich Voss used to, because when he was smoking cigarettes, he's an animal. He would just smoke cigarettes on the plane. He'd go into the fucking bathroom, and he would put two bathing caps over the smoke alarm. And then he would blow smoke, and they always would smell it, and he'd come out reeking of smoke, but he was such a heavy <laughs> so smoker. Crazy. He used to fall asleep with cigarettes in his hand in his fucking house. That sound you hear, by the way, is not a tire having air let out. Oh, I won't say anything. <laughs> it sounds like it. It's either, it's, it, No. Okay, cool. And you're passing something to Ron. It looks like a lighter. What are you blowing? Why are you smoke coming out of your mouth? There you go. Yeah, well, nobody knows what that is. First was. of all, I'm not doing anything. No. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm the core savage in, in my. Uh, you even sound different my... now. I'm not doing <laughs> anything. <Yeah. laughs> That's not even talking right now. Listen anymore. to me. No, 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 no. I no, no, no. am not doing Listen anything. Listen to me. 
All I know is this is such a fun show. Is it, Ron? We have a good yeah. time, no? Yeah. yeah Ron th- was also, by the way. We're going to be uptight, he thought. Ron was, uh, no, Ron, no. He was undefeated on At Midnight, which was such a fun show to what do. We never did it together, but no. I, I used to love doing that show, man. It was just topical jokes. You could go out there and fire almost anything you wanted. That was a fun fucking yeah, show. Yeah, it was a great show. Great way for, yeah, please, showcase our um, type of humor without burning jokes. Yes. Which is the best thing in the world, as yeah. you know. Um, yeah, I miss it because I, I still get people. I mean, when I go out my shows now, people, that's the number one thing that people remember. From at midnight. From. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the worst, too, because whenever I have something that clicks and it works and I do well on it, it goes. I'm the kiss of death. <laughs> Anything I'm successful on will eventually get pulled off the air. It's fucking heartbreaking. Yeah, that's how I feel about, yeah, me too, with sitcoms. One, I can give you one season, two seasons. Have you? What have you been on? Uh, I was on a show Undateable with Dalia and, and those guys I was on a show called Powerless which was another DC Universe show oh um, when the fuck was that that was a couple of years ago no, that was not on the DC app no that well, was now on they NBC got that, they got that shit right if it was now. on the DC app it would still be going but I probably would again not getting paid much so well let okay. me tell you oh, less money on the I DC hope app, this this Harley Quinn show has a lot of seasons yeah for this nerd hey Bill Moore you got a problem with it look me up I'm sorry. He was very I'm funny. Sorry. He's funny. I can, oh, I can take a joke. Come on, makes me laugh. But for the nerds out there, no one's getting thrown in a locker around me, Ron. Yeah. It's not happening. I love it. Me and Kevin Smith ain't having that shit. No. You know? I love Kevin Jimmy? Smith. I, I Listen, I'm a man child. I love my Vive. I love my DC app. Drugs. And I'm pretty... No, first of all, no, no. Oh, sorry. If, if jujitsu's a drug, then yes. Okay. That's there you go. You are addicted to it. Yeah. Jiu-jitsu. Yes. Okay, let's get back to Giggle Fit. Man, you're cool as fuck. Me and Ron get along good. <laughs> Do me a favor, Ron. Do you have a UFC fight pass? No, I'm only kidding. I want to <laughs> let him know that I'm not just a silly guy. He doesn't know he's the late. Well, he knows about Frank Trigg because you brought that up. I did bring it up. I can't stop. You knocked him out. Thanks, guys. 35. That's right. Can yeah, we get yeah. back to Giggle Frank Fit? Frank Trigg is 81. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. Can I tell you right now? I saw him refing the other night at yeah. another event. Rod, I saw the guy refing. He's old. He's my age. But I saw him refing, and he used to make fat jokes about me. I get a I get a text from Ally Aquinta. Hey, check out uh, Frank Trigg refing. He better never make a joke about you again. The guy's all fat. It's fucking great. But you, if you saw him now, you'd probably say hello. Yeah, I don't. I got enough friends. I got Ron now. <laughs> I got a. I literally don't need Ron. Don't you ever? Do you ever get to the point where you don't? You feel like you don't need any new friends? Oh, absolutely. Like you have enough. Absolutely. An, I mean, because it might require gotta, time, yeah. but just effort Learn about your problems. Fuck that. No, thank you. You know, Jimmy. Yeah. But you need some new friends, Jimmy. I wouldn't mind. I'm a couple friend, of young. Jimmy. You are yeah, my yeah. friend. Yes. They wouldn't replace you. They would just be in addition too. Right. You get a girl right now. Hmm? You have a girl right now? Yeah. You do? Yeah. She's beautiful. She's wonderful. You want to see a picture? Sure. Yes. How'd you meet her? I, I said her. yes too, too I fast. I met her online. I thought she, she only had one picture of herself online, so I thought she was a robot. A fake, yes. What do you mean online yeah. now? Da- a dating Dating site? apps or Facebook, yeah. Not, or Instagram. Those are all great ways to meet people, but I have to have a picture. It's like, hey, could you uh, do me, give me the A-OK or the thumbs up or something so I know that you're just not some <laughs> troll again? Yeah. I made her send me her Instagram did so you, I could uh, see if she was a real human. Ron, did you ever get catfished? Um, when you're thinking it's one person and it's really just a, like a, you know. Yeah, definitely. Piggly wiggly. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That happens. Always. What do you do? Happen to? I just have a lovely evening. <laughs> <laughs> ah, he goes through. He's a warrior. 
I just go to because any day yes. that I went to anyway, and we were go, I, any first date, we went to a restaurant that I already okay. loved and went to anyway. Actually, you I'm, like, yeah, I'm going to have a good meal no matter what. Well, no, you know, and depending on if you catfished or not, we'll, we'll talk about dessert, right? Right, <laughs> right, Ron? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. we know Jimmy. Jimmy, we know what's going on. It's not her face. She doesn't really me, put her face on there, but you get see. the gist of it. Oh, she's amazing. Oh, you get the gist from that. That's all not, you really need to see. The picture, he's not showing. He's not showing the face. Wow. He's getting kissed. She's wearing a sun hat. She's wearing a very, and, very delightful, uh, form-fitting and dress. And I'm just, you know, hey, listen, yeah. man. I'm that type of guy. I too. talk about, you know, Jimmy knows that I talk about my wife a lot. Yeah. And things I love about my wife. And I could tell that, you know, me and Ron got, me and Ron got a lot in common. Okay, here we go. This is, that's more of a classy Oh, picture. there you go. Oh, wow. See that? I was nice. afraid. I thought he was just showing the back, so maybe I thought maybe she had just a nice figure, and the face might have been a little scary. Now she's the whole. She's you, very. You better online. Mm-hmm. Lucky. He's yeah. got a special on Comedy Central. Yes, he does. He lost hundred pounds. Hundred forty. Hundred and forty. Jimmy. Forty. He's got a beautiful girlfriend. Yeah, she's really hot. Did she approach you online, or did you guys just meet on an app? Uh, this is again. I thought she was a robot on Bumble. She sent me one message that goes, oh, I was looking for a gentleman, and the perfect one has appeared. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Who writes like that? Yeah. Who talks like this? You don't even know me. But she knew my comedy, and she's, and then I just found out later, oh, she's Canadian, so she's just very nice. Yes. Yeah. You know, and that's really, I think, where it looks out is that she is, like, L.A. hot, but but Canadian. Canadian nice. Yeah. Now, had she been to the States before, or did she come just to see you? No, she'd been to the okay. States before. Yeah. Now, the thing is on Bumble. Here's, the, here's why Bumble I have an issue with. Because the one has to approach you, so she approached Ron. My my ratio is not good on Bumble at all. At all, I do not do well on Bumble. Tinder a little bit because I can, you know, a personality or a conversation. Bumble horrible. I love Bumble because I love it if we've matched because that means at least they're like at least they think you're cute. Yeah. You know, on Tinder it's just a very cold call. On Bumble they at least have been like, all right. Let me see, you know? And so then, and women you find are the worst at opening lines. They stink. They're horrible. Because they've never had to learn how to do it. Yeah. They've never been good at it. How long never. You, how long have you been with her for, you said? Uh, we're coming up on a year. That's nice. All right, now, Ron, you're 35. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's, it's a year. Soon. I'm not saying soon. She's around your age? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the clock is ticking. <laughs> I'm not, I, I want to be the guy to uh, let you know what's going on here because people are going to just tiptoe around and this and that. It, you know, you can't just keep stringing along. Does she want a family, Ron? Um, no, she's not that traditional in that way. But oh. she, 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 she never really said that she even really wants to get married. Oh, so you know, all right. I'm not so, trying to rush you guys to the altar. Yeah, but I'm just saying. No, but I mean, I was, I was married when I was 20. Oh, oh, yeah, you got you that out of your system already. Yeah, I and was married for seven years. One son. I have a 15 year old son. Yeah. So wait, 20 to 27. That's amazing. Was it a girl you were dating a long time? Or my did... high school girlfriend. You married? You married? My first school? girlfriend. Excuse me. That's great. Wow, well, that's amazing. Are you guys still friends? No, it was not good. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't. I'm trying to be positive. You have your heir. You have your children. You know, I do have my that's, son. That's, that's my son's son. the best part that's of it. Yeah. So wait, no, you marry your high school sweetheart, but you know, at that point, you probably wish you had dated a little more first. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, anyone, you know, or just learn things. I didn't know. You know, it was not a great relationship. It was a bad relationship, but I learned a lot, and I had my son. And then from ages, let's say. 30 till now, had a lot of fun going around doing things, was on TV a little bit, so yeah, you know how that goes. I sure do. And now I'm more like, I really I really like her, and now I, I, so I have 
experience to back it up against and I go like um she'll run me a bath she'll make me dinner and it's not all about that but I had been dating girls I remember dating this one girl I work all day long like from 6 a.m. till like midnight I was working either doing press or doing stuff or doing voiceover or doing a set and she had spent the day um, she was more of a L.A. socialite. She had spent the day doing high tea with her friends. And then she, we met up for dinner, and I'm like, oh, I'm crashing. I'm so tired. I'm barely putting words together. And then she's like, can you run me a bath? And I'm just like, what the fuck is this? You run me a bath? What is this? You, like, you're, you've been partying all day. And that's kind of the type of women that I had been hanging out with in general, with people who were kind of like just because I'm a, nice, I'm a nice person. I like being nice. I like making you dinner. I like taking you out. I like doing those type of things. And there were some girls, I would take them out to dinner and not touch them. And then they'd be like, I've never. I had one girl be like, no one's ever taken me out to dinner before. And I thought that was cool. Good, cool. But I was like, oh, no, I'm taking you out of your element. You're used to just dealing with fuckboys who want to just take you to a bar and sleep with you. And so you're obviously not the type of girl for me. And I'm, I need a girl who expects to be treated nicely and who also wants to treat me nicely. And I found that with this girl. And she also hot as fuck and got a big old butt. Yeah, that oh, is really that's nice. a plus, Jimmy. It is. Right? It I like hurt. a girl who wants... See, I, I tend to meet the... Uh, the ones who are damaged, uh, you know what I mean? If, if I'm like, so what is your dad like? If she's like, I have no idea, I'm like, all right, we can go out. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I've seen you walking around Montreal. <laughs> yeah, I've actually done okay. I've done better than you'd think, but the, but there's always, uh, if someone, I, I don't mind someone's past, I don't care what they've done. Like, I don't care if they've been a sex worker, you know, escort porn, whatever they've done that's great, as long as now they're not necessarily doing it, because I can't date you if you're still doing sex work. I just get too jealous. Well, it depends on what you want, too, though, Jimmy. If you want to, like, build a family with somebody, you might want to know a little more, be, oh, no, be I a mean, little more judgmental about I, their past. I don't mind that, but I'm a dirty guy, so I prefer that. I prefer, oh. I'm My past, they're not going to want my past. Who's building a family with me? My past is horrendous. Well, you'd be surprised. A lot of women, especially as you women get older, you got put up with a lot, because there's not that many good guys. One of my friends lives in a living room. He barely got a job, mostly works with me. And when I take him on the road and women are just hitting him up because he is nice. I have a lady who I know was dating my friend X-Pac, who's a wrestler. I love X-Pac. Yeah, and it's so funny because like she's a black woman. And so he has to go like, hey, I used to do porn. I used to was a pro wrestler. Used to do a bunch of drugs. And also, if you Google me, you might see a video of me in blackface. And she has to go. What was the video of him in blackface? Was that from wrestling? Yeah. Oh. Ah, okay, yeah. Cool. And then she just goes, well, there's not that many good guys out yeah. there. It's fucking crazy out there. That scares me, He can man. also say you can see my asshole get ripped on the turnbuckle. Yeah. He's, yeah. But he's such a good guy. And oh, and, but that's the point. Yeah. He's a good guy. I love X-Pac. So she, so she better snatch him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess being nice, like, you know, it's weird. The older you get, the more comfortable you are. Like, I'm comfortable... Uh, at dinner and having conversation, like I, you know, I'm fine hanging out with people, and not fucking them. Like you get to a certain point, you're like, I don't know, if it happens, great. If it doesn't, I, I'm not putting the energy in. Yeah, you never want pressure in it. That's my whole thing. Is I like enthusiasm. Yeah, I need you to want to fuck me. Yeah, you know, I can't. It never be in a situation where I'm like, oh, I felt like I had to pressure you into that. I don't. I'm never into that. Yeah, I yeah. I want a girl who wants to fuck me too. I mean, yeah, it's nice. I like to attack my wife. Yeah. I love it. I attack her like a cage fight. Ron. Matt's a very healthy marriage. I have such a good time with my wife, Ron. 
Ron, he knows oh, what I do. I do. I just, and you know, <laughs> I still make a blush, Ron. I've been with her a long time. Oh, no, I do the same thing with my girl. You know, you can't be, you can't bend over near me. <laughs> yeah, I can't bend over in front of my girl. <laughs> I'm always right behind you. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm a big Heine fan. <sighs> me too, Jimmy. Yeah, I like a big Heine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's nice. All right. Why are you giving us the wrap it up? What's wrong? You mad at Ron? No, not Why at all. Why do you he's, want Ron out of here? He's going to get going with his dinner. Is it because we yeah. didn't talk about UFC? Was I supposed to? Oh, he has to go. No, yeah, what are you yeah, talking yeah. about? We're we not throwing him out. What is no, Giggle Fit out? That, it's, it's out. out right it's now. on Comedy Fuck, Central. I'm watching that tonight. You yeah. can see the... Now I feel like I know Ron. You can go to uh, iTunes. You can go to the Comedy Central app and see it. Yep. Yeah, I just type, I mean, just Google Ron Funches Giggle Fit, and the first thing that comes up is uh, the Comedy Central. Ron is a, check it out. A genuinely funny stand-up, a really, really good act. And uh, where are you working, Ron? I guess, what's your website so people can just go get all your dates? RonFunches.com. Check it out. You can get my dates, my merch, whatever you're interested in. I got a podcast called Getting Better, where we just talk about getting better at life and, and, and the journey to the constant struggle of doing that. I bring a lot of my favorite uh, people of all aspects of life, comedy, acting, Wrestling, writing. Uh, we'd love it for either one of you to come on at some point. It sounds you positive. Do you tape in LA? Positive. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, would yeah, love yeah. to. It's very positive. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'll be in Salt Lake City. Other than that, I'll be, I'll be in Australia. So that's exciting. First for time? That. Yeah. First um, time what are you doing, Melbourne and Sydney? Mm hmm. In Perth. Uh, that's all you're doing. I did two cities, and how long are you going for? For about uh, three weeks. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I went for a week in and out because I had to get back for radio, but three right. weeks is nice, man. You can really enjoy it. Do this Sydney. I don't know if you're afraid of heights. I am. I did this Sydney bridge walk mm-hmm. with my manager and I where there's, a, there's like a, a bridge in Sydney, Australia, and you can walk over the top of the, uh, the arches on the bridge, and you're all chained in and... There's a guide taking you through. It's horrifying if you're afraid of heights. <laughs> we get a lot yeah, of love. That sounds terrible. I hated it, but I did it. I recommend it. We get a lot of love from Australia. You know that? Do we? Oh, 100%, dude. I get a, people, a lot of people hit me up from Australia. That's because we've been nice about Robert Whitaker. Is that why? That's, That's right. And Adesanya, too. That's right. Israel's from there, too. Yeah. One of my favorite fighters. You know why? Because he likes me. All right. I like you too, Jimmy. Thank hey, you. Ron, man, really nice to meet you, dude. And listen, this might be, the, I know you're about to run out the door. This is the right time to say it. You lost all that weight. You might, and it's for, just look at it for training, to, uh, just as a way to stay fit. You might want to try Brazilian jiu-jitsu, man. You might want to. I'm telling you, you I'm don't have to want to fight in the cage. Yeah, but you might. You tr- you might like it. And the beautiful thing about that, even kickboxing, hitting pads and stuff, is you'll still continue to burn calories and stuff, and you'll learn how to defend yourself too. So you I should like try. That. No. If you're ever in Long Island, New York, doing a gig, hit me up. I'll give you my number, and we could, you could try some jiu-jitsu. I got jiu-jitsu schools. Please. Cool, man. And um, I know I got to do the same. Yeah, well, yeah. Jimmy, tell Jimmy what are you gonna give me, Jimmy? I have. Uh, um, if you want to, if you if you want to, you're on the road. and You want to see a comedy show? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be happy to comp you in. Plenty of seats available. <laughs> could could you bring some? People? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe bring a couple of other comics. And we'll have some fun after. Uh, the great Ron Funches. Check out his special Giggle Fit. And uh, I'm happy for you, man. I, I really like your stuff a lot. I appreciate it, man. You know, I've known you for a long time now. Yes, sir. A big fan from before I ever met you, and, and even more now. So Thanks, I appreciate man. it. It's good seeing you, buddy. And we're going to come right back with a phone call from James Vick. What up, everybody? This is CJ McCollum from the Portland Trailblazers. And here's a little taste of what we talked about on this week's Pull Up podcast. Very special mini post Game 7 episode of Pull Up, an epic Game 7 in Denver. 37 points back to back, essentially close out buckets. Why were you so successful last night? I think it just really came down to my demeanor and mindset. Empty the clip, leave nothing out there. I wanted to say I did everything in my power and I left all my bullets out there on the court and didn't bring anything home. 
how do you shift to a completely new animal, an absolute monster in the Warriors? In the playoffs, it just comes down to X's and O's and execution more so than anything else. The Warriors aren't going to run a lot of plays. They're going to run a lot of misdirection out of timeouts and late clock situations. But most of it's going to be mid-pick and roll. It's going to be pin downs and flares and things of that nature for Clay and Steph in a lot of transitions. So you have to guard the three-point line, get back in transition, and make it as difficult as possible on them. Don't forget to pull up. Subscribe and listen every week on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. After a stressful game, it's only natural to need some well-deserved rest. Upgrade your current sleep situation because Mattress Firm is offering the best bed deal of the year. Get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price for savings of up to 700 bucks. Plus, take home a free adjustable base up to a $699 value. That's $699 for free. You'll only find these deals during Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale. So don't miss your chance to start sleeping like a pro. Shop now at mattressfirm.com slash sale. There's nothing worse than being uncomfortable in bed. It's, it's horrible. You're not rested the next day. You suck at work. Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale is offering the best bed deal of the year. Save up to $700 when you get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price plus... Take home a free adjustable base that's up to a $699 value free. Visit mattressfirm.com slash sale for more details. That was fun. It was really good to see uh, Ron, who I enjoy very much. And we have James Vick calling in very shortly. Do you want to do that again? Because I was yelling when when we came back. Okay. Hi, Jimmy. We're back. Hi, Matt. Why are we doing this again? We just did it. <laughs> what are you saying? I said, let's do it again because I talked over oh. when you were talking. Ah, fuck it. That's okay. That ship has sailed. Yes, it has. All right. I got new sweatshirts in. I'm selling them. I'm sorry. I'm talking to myself. Hey, by the way, can we just go back? Because we mentioned it when Ron was here, so we didn't get a chance to get into it as much. Just going back to the John Jones thing, the, these two tests. The VADA yes. test, by the way, is the Voluntary Anti-Doping Agency, which he was required to be a part of for CSAC, the California State Athletic Commission, to sanction him to fight on short notice like that. They were like, you got to enroll in VADA also, so that way you're being tested by multiple agencies and we can really make sure it's it's nothing. I, again, it sounds crazy, I think, to people, and people aren't willing to accept that this is – like they think that somehow John Jones is getting over on, on the MMA world and that a lot of people are in on this like big conspiracy. But this really is the reality. Like All the scientists yeah. are telling you that this is the reality. And then the tests come back on one day, 33 picograms. The next day, none. How big is a picogram? Is that about it's as big minuscule. as an ounce? It, oh. No, no. It's, I, uh, oh, it's, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's incomprehensibly small. And they, they Jeff Nowitzki's even talked about that there should be a minimum threshold of even if you have this type of trace amount in your system, it, sh- it shouldn't even be something that, that gets mentioned because right. it's so small. I, I, all right. So I, I, it was, I had to know what a picogram was because it was not a compliment when the girl said that to me. <laughs> we were making no. love. It's, it was Jimmy. No, she told me to, to. She said she loved it. Slam, slam me with that picogram. Hit me with the picogram. <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess. Uh, I don't, what is it? What? How did he get the turn the ball in his system? I mean, I guess he took it a while ago. Well, that's the thing. I mean, the that that's the thing that is up in the air. I mean, John obviously has never said that he has taken Turinabal and they've never been able to identify the substance that could have gotten into a system. They think it's a tainted supplement. Everybody believes that, that that the amount that was even in his body, because there was no um, medium term metabolites in his body. It's just long term 
metabolites. So if he had taken it, they would have seen these other markers, and they haven't. Right. They said he could have taken it seven years ago, and it, it could still be in his system. They really don't know how long it would stay in your system or how long it's how going to be How come it doesn't happen system. with a lot of other guys? Like what Cormier said, he's never had an issue. Other guys, yeah. like how are they? Are they just getting their supplements from a better place, or are they less reckless? Or I mean, how does that happen? Yeah, well, that's part of it though too. I mean, USADA has a list of I think it's three hundred. I might be wrong about that, but they have a list of, of supplements that they've third party verified, and they're like, this is what you should be using. So that's why he gets suspended at all because it is it is reckless to the extent that it's not certified by USADA. It's questions know? for John Jones. Is yeah, what the questions right. for is there? Let me ask you: Is there is there a Anything that you can cut, like, because he had done cocaine at one point. Is there anything you can cut cocaine with that would have yeah, serenabol in it? Creatine. That's serenabol? Could, it oh, could, so maybe yes. he got in a it system could. from that when instead of... Okay. 100%. Sure. That could be that. That's definitely a possibility. It, now, not confirmed, but no, sure. No, no, but he, he admitted they had done coke. Yes. No, but I'm saying the, the creatine, you know, you can't say definitely that's what happened. But yes, they do cut cocaine with creatine sometimes. So. Yeah. I didn't realize that Ron was on Curb Your Enthusiasm. I didn't either. The fuck? Oh yeah, he's been on a ton of stuff. He's great. Uh, I love I love that show, Kirby Enthusiast. Even though I didn't watch the last season, to be honest with you, you know, I was upset that that Super Dave Osborne died. That was upsetting. Yeah, I mean, you don't know who that is. I know who he Krista, is. I know you know, yeah. of course. Chris the producer. You don't know who that is. And fucking Ray Longo, stop saying Chris the producer. Damn. Why? It's so annoying. Oh, oh fuck. Wow. Super Dave Osborne. I heard it the other day. I listened to his podcast the other day. The first yeah. thing he did, he's like, oh, this and that. Hey, what about you, Chris, the producer? I'm like, fucking boo. There's, we shouldn't talk. There's litigation pending. We shouldn't talk about it. You should. Sue his ass. Uh, anyway. I'm going to call James Vick. Right? Okay. Let's call James Vick and let's not bring up the fox that he exploded the other day. Why? <laughs> no, we can. The fuck? I'm sure he ate it, though. Made a nice meal, and I'm, and he's wearing the, and his girlfriend or wife's got a fucking fox, a new fox thing around her neck. Uh huh. <laughs> well, let's see. Hey, James Vick. Hey, what's up, James? What's up, y'all? How you doing? I'm good. James, I'm not gonna lie. We were just watching you ex- exploding a fox. <laughs> James, well, tell me about that. Now, did you after you killed that fox, what was left of it? Did you eat it? <laughs> um, no, they don't. They don't necessarily eat them up here. I, I mean, some people do, but we didn't. There was first of all, there wasn't not much left of that. Um, but they're really they're a nuisance animal up here. I didn't really realize how big of a problem. So I'm in in Maryland doing my training camp, and um, I didn't realize how many foxes they have up here. It's crazy. Uh, it's not quite as bad as the wild hog population in in Texas, but it's but it's pretty bad up here. So now, what is thermal hunting? I mean, I, obviously it's hunting at night, but you do that more than daytime hunting. Uh, yeah. So thermal, I do it for a lot for hogs. So one of my one of my sponsors, one of my companies is Pulsar Thermal Imaging, and um, it's like it's used used to thermal uh, was only available to like military people. Now it's available to civilians. And um, it's body, it's it's temperature based. So like when you go sight in your your rifle scope, you sight it in with like a hand warmer or an ice cube, and it's based on on heat and cold and temperature. So you can see, like when I go hunting and I hunt wild pigs, I'll go to a field and I can see the hogs from a thousand, two thousand yards away, and then I walk up downwind from them. I'll get close enough in range to shoot. And it's just, they really, it's kind of cheating. It's like a, yeah. a, a video game for a grown man because you just, I mean, you can also change the modes on there where like 
where the animal will be like the the bright orange where it looks like you're the predator hunting them. It's, it's, it's pretty cool actually it really is so when you uh now what do you mean you'll do it with ice or heat How, what did you mean by that so you it's it's when you sight it in it's by temperature so like it, for for the scope so you have to sight the scope in you have to make sure you know it's it's it's, it's hitting the target uh when you put it under your gun and everything and you use you use uh some people use ice cubes because that stands out because it's, it's cold, it's temperature based. Like if I shine a thermal scope at a car engine, it's going to show the heat. The car engine is going to be a, a, a brighter color because of the heat that it produces. It's all heat or or temperature based or or cold based. When you call, say sighting in, what does that mean? Does that mean setting your scope? Yeah, yeah. When you're setting the scope to make sure it's accurate. You have to, you know, you have to, and every, every, even if you have a, a permanent one you keep, you have to, you know, you want to double check these. You don't want to get out in the field and, and you, um, you be right up on a, on an animal, uh, uh, mostly thermals used for predators like coyotes, foxes, bobcats, and wild, wild hogs. And you don't want to be up ready to shoot one. And then the, the, the sights on the gun be off and you miss, you'll be, you'll be real set. Now you're, uh, you, you're, you're the co-main event. Um, uh, Velasquez against Ngannou, uh, you, you against Paul Felder, which is a really, really great fight. You're coming off the loss to Justin Gaethje. A- after a loss like that, how do you kind of reset? Like, what do you, what's your mental process after something like that happens? I mean, you know, honestly, I mean, this has happened to me before. You know, I, I got caught by Benil Darius. It was, um, that was accumulation, but it's the same result. You know, um, sure. it's, it's basically just, uh, I mean, I, I believe I'm mentally stronger than, than most people. So it's not mentally, it's nothing. I just, I mean, in my mind, I just got caught. You know, I mean, he threw the, you know, the biggest punch he had in his arsenal and it connected right on my chin. And, you know, I got caught. So there's nothing really, I mean, mentally that I, that I'm, you know, off about. I mean, I could have caught him first, but you know, it, it played out the way it did. So, uh, I mean, I just got caught in my mind. So, you know, only thing I can do is just make sure to try to limit the chances of that punch and those shots landing ever again. And I've asked fighters this before too. So for you, it's a little bit easier mentally if because so, everyone can get caught. So if you just get caught, it's like I think I asked Curtis Blades recently because he had that fast knockout against Ngannou. So when you get caught, that's a little easier than a guy just beating you, you know, for like you know thirty twenty seven for you know in a decision. Yeah, um, I, and I'll be honest with you, like I yeah I got caught in that fight early, but um, I, I'm never gonna lose a decision. Um, uh, the only way someone's gonna unless unless you have just the the highest of level of wrestler that could hold me down, which hasn't been done yet, and in my mind is not going to. I'm not going to lose a decision. Um, I would rather get knocked out. Um, uh, any fight that I lose, you know, if you lose a decision, that mean to me that means you're accepting defeat. Unless you're just massively outclassed, and I think at this point, in with guys in the UFC, especially the top 15 guys, none of us are just massively outclassed versus the other one. You either you either are willing to bite down on that mouthpiece and take that chance, or you're not. You know, so I mean. Unless I get a, a high level, like a crazy level wrestler, or something that can hold me down, then which I don't see happening, then I'm not going to lose the decision. I'd, I, I'd rather bite down on my mouthpiece and take a risk on getting knocked out than I would lose a decision. Yeah, there's no, especially your weight class. There's no, there's no easy fights no. at all. And uh, having said that, Paul Felder is not an easy fight. How do you how do you feel you match up with Paul? For sure, he's. I mean, he's a tough guy. He's he's very well rounded. I mean, he's good. At, he's good at everything. Um, uh, I feel like I match up well with him. I I do think that I'm better everywhere. I think that we um uh we're, we have 
you know, similar skill sets. I'm more of a boxer. He's more of a Muay Thai guy. But um, uh, I think that, you know, my grappling is quite a bit better than his. And I don't think that that fight, uh, that this fight's really going to play a factor of being on the ground, you know, because um, neither one of us really go for a lot of takedowns anyway. But, I mean, he's a tough opponent for sure. And he's, uh, he, he's very well-rounded. And he has a lot of tools in his arsenal. And he's not in that quick tap club. If you've seen him fight uh, Oliveira, <laughs> have you seen that? Yeah, he's not gonna. He's not gonna give up. He's never been finished, you know. Um, yeah. and, and I'm aware of that. You know, I, he's never been finished. And uh, when I fought Joe Duffy, Joe Duffy had never been finished either. Uh, um, uh, you I know, like so that. I mean, I, I mean, obviously, I'm gonna go in there with the plan to finish the guy. But if if I if I win a decision, then I'm gonna be happy with that as well. You'll take the win anyway. It comes. For for sure, man. I mean, well, you know, this is. I mean, the stakes are too high to be going in there taking reckless chances and and stuff like that. I mean, obviously, I'm 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 not a boring fighter, so I'm I, I definitely don't see foresee how any way me and Paul Felder fighting each other could be boring because he's not boring either. But at the end of the day, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna win at all costs over anything else. What did you think of his last fight? I think his last fight was Perry. Uh, is that, that's Paul's last fight, right? I mean, he fought Perry very very tough. He went up. In weight, and uh, he wound up losing the decision. But I mean, that was an extremely tough fight. He also broke his arm in there. That's right, he did break his arm. Yeah, and he fought through it. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think that um, nine times out of ten, honestly, I think Felder wins that fight. He broke his arm in the first round and still lost a uh, split decision. You know, um, so I don't really judge any of his skill set or, or, right. or his fighting style off of that last fight. I mean, when you fight two rounds with one arm, you know, I, I don't expect you to win. You know, so um, uh, especially at this level, and he almost did. You know, so um. Definitely, you know, um, I think it, had he not had the incident of, uh, of a freak, freak injury with his arm being broke, then um, uh, I think, you know, he would have won that fight for sure. So, you know, it, it, he's, a, he's a tough guy for sure. Do you ever have to fight with anything broken? I'm always amazed. I mean, Paige Van Zandt had that fight where I think her left arm is broken. And you can kind of see it when they realize, oh, they're throwing rights for two rounds. But I'm amazed that anybody can, can, can push through that and actually finish a fight, adrenaline or not. Or, or not. Uh, have you ever had that in a, in a fight where something really went wrong? Yeah, I've, uh, uh, it was an amateur fight, too, and, and, and I fought. I broke my hand in the first round. I fought two rounds with one hand, and I ended up having to have surgery on my hand, but I actually won the fight somehow. I think if the guy was just wasn't that good, I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> now, were you, were you able to throw any punches with the broken hand just to, to not indicate to him that your hand was broken? I was fainting it a lot, and then, I mean, and there was a big, you know, a skill difference. This guy, well, I mean, honestly, you know, he was, you know, when you're when you're fighting amateur MMA, you know, especially back in 2009, you know, half the guys are, are tomato cans, you know, so it's not like you're you're fighting barn burners uh, or anything like that. Sure. So I fought a dude with one, with one hand for two rounds, but I after the, the I almost finished him, I literally had zero ground game back then. I mounted the guy and then I let him up. <laughs> I dropped him with the right hand. I landed and mount. And then I ended up letting him up because I didn't even know what to do. Oh, that's um, funny. <laughs> yeah, it was. It, well, it sucks. I wish I wish I would have because then I wouldn't have broke my hand and had to have surgery and I could have finished him right then and there. But uh, that's how it played out. <laughs> James, let me ask you. Now I asked Cowboy before because Cowboy's into uh, Cerrone's into a lot of shit, as you know, all the extreme sports, and we talk about the rush and the feeling of all these different types of things he does, and yet he says the fighting is the ultimate rush how would you compare because i know you're so passionate about the hunting what's how's the thrill of that the hunt and that compared to like your the, the thrill you get from fighting i mean he's right for sure fighting is definitely still still the biggest rush um uh because for one i mean 
for me, I mean, don't get me wrong, hunting does take a lot of work, and you have to, you know, it does take time to build a skill set as far as, you know, being accurate with, with rifles and guns and people who bow hunt and stuff. I mean, those take long times to get, get skill sets at that. But um, uh, it's still fighting, man, the, the, the adrenaline rush when you walk out there, and you know how, how hard you work to get here, and, you you know, you just – and one of them you're doing in front of your with your buddies, and the other one you're doing in front of millions of people. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's really I mean I love hunting, but there's no comparison as far as to, to fighting. Well, yeah, because in hunting, even though you have to catch something, that there's you're, there's no risk to personal injury. Whereas in a fight, you know, a guy's trying to take your head off. Well, it could be if he misses a shot and he's got a boar charging at him. No, well, yeah, maybe, but you know, boars don't charge you after you shoot at them. I don't think not for <laughs> no, they will. Yeah, yeah, they will. Oh, they will really? Okay, <laughs> tell them, James. Definitely will. Yeah, they definitely will. Um, uh, uh, yeah, we usually carry a pistol or something with us in case we, we miss with the with the with the ARs and they they get up close. We we pull out the pistol and shoot. <laughs> Have you had that before? Oh, 100%. I've been charged a few times by wild boars. Um, uh, we, I've shot one and injured it, and then we go up there to, to, to see if it was dead and then get up and charge at it. So, I mean, it, it, it really is. It, they, they really are, you know, dangerous animals, and they reproduce, um, they reproduce like cockroaches, you know. Um, they have, in North America, they have no natural predators. And, like, in, where I live in North Texas, it's, um, it's the biggest population in the United States of, of, of wild, wild pigs. And uh, they have to kill about 70% of them every year just to maintain the population. They like to fuck. <laughs> wild pigs <laughs> like to fuck. <laughs> they can have two, up to two litters a year and um, uh, with like, you know, eight to ten piglets per litter. And, and they can start reproducing after only six months of being old. Now let me ask you, how, oh, Jesus, how, much, um, how much do they weigh when they're full grown? It depends. I mean, different sizes, and it depends. Uh, you know, usually the boars are the biggest because you know they're they're the, they're the, the alpha males that go around beating up everyone else, taking the food, and then they uh, they're smarter too. The boars are really smart. The big big boars, they they a lot of them travel, you know, one or two or even alone, and you just don't you don't see uh, you'll see like so when I'm when I'm hunting, I'll see them come up by themselves and stuff, and their their scent is better. You know, they're really a scent animal. So if you're if you're upwind from a hog, you're, you're not getting within a mile of it. They're gonna, they're gonna they're gonna know. Yeah, the only the only really thing you can do is be downwind from them. So they. So I mean, I've shot one. The biggest one I probably shot was, I would say, three fifty to four hundred. Holy shit, man! And uh, probably three fifty. I, I mean, I, I've I've known of people literally killing five hundred five hundred pound pigs though. Yeah, they're they're pretty. Are they hairy? A wild boars hairy? Yeah, yeah, very hairy. Okay, yeah, I've seen them before. They're nasty. The uh, biggest pig I've been with is around 250. There, it's a different type of thing. Yeah, for me, it was 180 <laughs> in a vehicle. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Hey, uh, let me ask you, you're, uh, what do you think of Cowboy coming back to the division? He looked really, really good against uh, Hernandez. He looked great. He looked great. Um, uh, uh, you know, um, after I was like, man, I would love to fight Cerrone after I saw that. But, I mean, obviously I'm not going to, you know, I wouldn't get that opportunity. And, and you know what, I don't even feel like I deserve it, to be honest with you. Not for him it's just if he if he could get the 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 mcgregor fight he deserves the mcgregor fight man this guy's put his dues in he has the most wins in ufc history he deserves a big payday like that so i, I really hope him and mcgregor get a fight i do too hey, you know, look the bottom line is I, I was thinking connor wouldn't do anything but fight for a title but maybe that's just not feasible right now so for him a big name without a title is either nate or cowboy that makes sense both of those fights make sense i would rather see cowboy because i've seen nate twice yeah, for sure, and and you know they can they can sell it they can sell a pay per view uh, with McGregor they can sell pay per view anybody but with Cowboy that's a good sell and they have history together 
So, I mean, I, I hope he gets it. I think he deserves it. And I think um, it'll be a, a super exciting fight as well. And what do you think about the main? Uh, you guys are the co-main. Francis Ngannou against Cain Velasquez. Cain's first fight. Chris, when's the last time he fought? I, I want to say 2015 or 16. Yeah, it's got to be. It's a while. Yeah, He's, UFC 200, I guess, was his he last has fight. Been I'm going to double check. plagued this, with back injuries. Yeah. Yeah, it's man, it's a rough fight for him. I mean, uh, I think if he wrestles, he wins. Simple as that. If he wrestles, he wins. Um, uh, if he gets, but he but he may get caught before he gets a chance to to get anything going as well. You know, I mean, Gano is so big and so strong and athletic, and you know, just a big puncher. Um, if if he can wrestle, he can win. If he can get get a bit there. And tire him out the way Stipe did it, or just press him on the wall and make him work. You know, um, he can definitely win that fight. If it goes past the, the first, I would say even the first round, I think King's going to win. You I know, but that, that. That, that, I tell you, that Curtis Blades fight shocked me too because the fact that he took Curtis Blades out in the first round, you're like, well, Blades is going to do the same thing Stipe did. He's going to try to put him up against the cage, take him down, and just didn't get the chance to do it. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, he's he's a, he's a serious. I mean, he's dangerous. There's a reason why he fought for a world title, and he's knocked as many people out as he has. All right. Well, listen, man. Good luck. Uh, this is a, a very very good card. You're fighting Felder Comain. It's a UFC on ESPN and Ganu Velasquez Sunday, February seventeenth from Phoenix. And uh, we always enjoy watching yeah, you fight, man. man. I'll be there, James. I got a I got a Aljo Sterling fighting. So nice, awesome, nice. All right, buddy. Tell Lloyd I said hello too. I'll see him there too. I'm sure. Master yes, Lord. sir. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Always right, good James. talking to you, man. Take care, James. Take care, yes, man. Bye. All right. That was fun. I like him a lot. He's a, really, he's, a, he's a really nice dude. You know? Um, Kane, yeah, Kane's last fight was UFC 200. He uh, finished Travis Brown. That was July 9th, 2016. Twice. He said it's like a, it, that hunting's like a, a video game for a grown man. You know what else is? Video game. The Vive yeah. Pro. Yeah. It is? HTC. Oh, Jimmy, they had me pinned down in a house last night. Let me tell you. They had me pinned down, and there was two of them. And in your headset, like headphones, where yes, you hear the footsteps. They thought they had me, Jimmy. When I say me, I'm referring sure, to of course. Savage in the video game. My name's become very popular on that. Mm -hmm. They know me. I'm sorry, I'm touching you. That's okay. I'm listening. Uh, so they had me. They had me pinned down. One's coming to the outside of the house, peeking through the window. The other guy's gonna about to come through the door. I'm bet. I'm sitting down in my living room, sitting down, Jimmy. Mm -hmm. I have to sit down. And they came through at the same time. Shot one of them. Came through with the AK. Got the other. Oh man, Kamora Savage. Yes, for the um, the Raptor dinner. And I just want to say thank you. And uh, I really appreciate it. You know, of course. And uh, you know, I have a good time on there. You do. Yeah, I, I do, Jimmy. I, I squat up with some guys. Are you in you that know? room just by yourself, or the kids watch? Your wife is uh, there? Well, no? they're they're to the right of me. They're okay. in the living room, and I'm a little off to the side. And uh, they're usually playing the, um, they're watching the TV. They right? are, you know. And, yes. and I'm with them, but <laughs> I have kind my of. headset on, <laughs> and I'm kind of in the oasis. So if they, I, I think the headset's up, and I go, "What? What'd you say? You know, you want to see? Show yeah. me something? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, you do a handstand. I watch him. I come back. I go. Put this you go back to the game. I go back to the game, Jimmy. All right. I had a fun time. Today, I did, Jim. too. Uh, check out Giggle Fit Ron Funches' special, of course, yes. and uh, James Vick's fight with yes. Feld is going to be tremendous. And um, see you in a couple of days, pal. Yes, you will. I will be in May. I'll oh, be in Rochester. Sorry. I don't have any gigs. I'm going to start booking gigs again. I'm just taking a break. I love relaxing. I'm a man of leisure. Nice. Oh, I'm unbookable for Cameo. I found out. Wow. <laughs> I didn't get back to any of those. I suck. 
I fucking suck. They told you, forget it. I, I also, it just says unbookable. And I see a bunch I, I didn't get back to. Get back so I apologize. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that, Ken. Money you know, from home, Joe What's Buck. What's the matter with me? Why do I do? Why do I you throw money around? Money? You throw money oh, away. But you have to be upbeat for it. I don't want to give a half ass chip message. One. What's a half ass message? What'd you just say? Do the chip one. I'll see you in a couple days. Bye. All right. Now remember to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, radio.com slash UFC Unfiltered, or wherever you get your shows. Not my business. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois.